Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? No, it's because your intro sucks. Please step out onto the curbside. Welcome to the Curbside Podcast, a podcast where we talk about cars and everything to do with cars. My name is Jeff. I drive a 2004 Honda S2000, and I am Southern Californian Taiwanese American thing. Yeah. What up, everybody? My name is Parth. I drive a 2016 M3. Live up in Bay Area, Northern California. It's beer time. It's always beer time. Beer time. It's always beer time, man. Parth didn't get the headphone memo. Yeah, dude. You got to get yourself a pair of wireless headphones, dude. This is, this is where it's at. This is the best as it gets, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Andrew. I drive a 2014 Evo 10 MR and a 2015 Subaru BRZ. BRZ. That down. BRZ. Getting that down. <laughs> down. So Zed. before we begin this week, I want to thank all you new listeners and subscribers to our channel and our podcast. We are at currently 114 subs on YouTube, which is pretty great because episode 33, we had just hit 40. All that is thanks to Doug. He shared our podcast. Thank you very much. And thank you for being on our show. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? He's like still supporting us. Like the tweet that just came out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not to boast or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but we're apparently the second best podcast he's ever been on behind the smoking tire. We'll take that. Yeah. yeah and if exactly. you want to see proof of that, check it out on check it on Twitter at the curbside pod. If Doug says we're good, well, y'all know we're good. <laughs> I guess. So guys, I, I put out on the Instagram, on the stories, mm. did a poll of what we should talk about on the show this week, and we got a couple responses. I was one of them, I think. No, you were you were the, you you answered for the the grand utility vehicle last oh, week. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah. we also put out a question, a poll of, are you guys going to call the new Kia minivan a grand utility vehicle, yes. or a minivan? Grand people utility. have spoken. Can we not I, talk about this anymore? <laughs> I, I think I think it's a fucking minivan. What do the what do the polls say? What do the polls say? Seventy percent grand utility vehicle. Fuck yeah! Thirty percent minivan. <laughs> Parth made extra Instagram accounts to vote on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but anyways, so a a questions. <laughs> Uh, question. We got a question from Instagram user A Very Clever Title. I love that. That's very clever. I like That's it. That's a pretty clever yeah. title. And he says, authentic versus replica parts. Oh, shoot. Ooh. So I was thinking, our in-house modifying expert, Andrew, we'll start yes. with you. What do you think? That's a, that's a loaded question. That's a loaded question, especially <laughs> for this guy. <laughs> and my response might be fighting words to a lot of people. But let me just say this. If I had the money to buy authentic parts every single time, authentic parts every single time. But being that I don't have a lot of money and I daily drive my cars that I tend to have a hard time keeping stock. Let's just say like, let's say like my wheels on the Evo. I want, of course, TE37s. But while dailing my evo if i curb my te37s i will end my life (laughs) dude imagine the amount of like stress you would have had when you had your like tire blow up if you had te37s exactly 
Because T thirty sevens go for how much? Uh, depending on the spec, between twenty five to thirty five. Thirty five hundred dollars for a set, and then how mm. much did you get your wheels for? A thousand shipped. so there you go it's a thousand to two thousand more dollars of stress uh when you get real te37s yeah don't get me wrong having te37s that's like the biggest flex you can have minus like the what is it the bbs firs and whatnot which are like that's just no wheel (laughs) oh god that's ridiculous i have a i have a fake part on my car the diffuser it's a akropovich ripoff from china working to this day this hasn't faded or anything like that it's yeah. doing what a diffuser should which is like just look good sitting there and then other like i don't know easily like ruined parts like front lips i will always oh, buy yes. replicas yes. yes like on my car i have a replica that of an apr front air dam for the s2000 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it cost me like 60 70 bucks i mean the fitment sucks Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're buying stuff on eBay and you see a, a brand called Magic Drift, which I think is like the only one that makes it right now, just know the fitment sucks. <laughs> but I mean, I would love to have a real one, but yeah, the real one's made of carbon, but and it's six hundred something dollars. And yeah. for something that dollars like, for you to scrape it away is yeah. literally like <laughs> ripping your money in half. Yeah, Dude, my, my car, my car's so low. When I got my front lip. I got it from somebody who had an F80, and then he was selling his M performance lip, the plastic one, not the carbon fiber one, because he was designing his own lip or some shit. Sold it mm. me for 50 bucks. That Hell thing yeah. is beat to shit to this day. It is still, but it's still on my car, and it's the best 50 bucks I spent. Yeah, and your, bu- your, your bumper my, is in great shape. Exactly. It's fantastic, because you know why? Every single hit has been done on that piece of shit fucking front lip. <laughs> yeah, and it the BMW, The BMW dealer in the last fucking uh, service, he tried mm-hmm. to sell me a new lip, and he tried to sell it for $1,400 for the carbon Jeez. fiber one. And I'm like, a lip. Yeah, yeah, because I told him, like, hey, yo, dude, can you fix this one screw? Is it kind of low? And he fixed it. And he's like, hey, do you want to, like, you know, upgrade it? You know, I have this one for 1400 in stock. I'm going to install it. I'm like, I spent 50 bucks. So he texted me. I was like, I spent 50 bucks on that lip. Please do not remove. And then I go to pick up the car. And he's like, you spent $50 on that lip? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'm glad I didn't remove it off your car then, man. He's just like, yeah, it's a fantastic deal. It. Dude, seriously, oh, front lips just end up becoming bumper protection. Yeah. Yeah. And that's both, oh, man, those prices just really sound like BMW parts to me. Oh, dude, my p- car, dude, I, I blew all my money on the car, so you can't, I can't spend it on any <laughs> real, like, legit parts for the car. Yeah. How much is a good exhaust for the Evo, Andrew? I don't know. The catback really doesn't do anything. It's really the, the test pipe and downpipe that are the most restricting pieces. But, like, unless you're buying a GTR or something, like, exhaust on JDM cars is not expensive. Like, the highest it'll go is maybe 1500 and that's for like it's like for like titanium like that kind of shit but like just a generic catback it's nothing well, ever significant if i wanted to do downpipes on my car and then like an axle back mm-hmm. easily 6500 that's so <laughs> stupid and then you need to tune it and then you need to tune it yeah it's yeah. insane yeah. no no how no, much would like a, how much would a set of uh, coilovers cost from uh one of the nice ones say like olin's well, I want KWV3s for my car. They're like $1,400 a set. No way. Olins yeah. are like three grand. Okay, so that's similar. For for my yeah. car, three grand for the non-adjustable and about forty-five for the adjustable. That's why I still only to this day have cosmetic uh, mods. But at the same time, yeah. I don't really want engine mods too because I'm like, there's no need. 
It's already a death trap. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing I bought that wasn't a replica part, though. And, well, it's not much of a part. It's it's an OEM engine mount for the car. <laughs> but oh, those cool. things... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Got it on eBay. Honda OEM part was 200 bucks, which is like... You get not OEM ones. Yeah. For like 50, 60, which is like real cheap. But I was watching a video on how to change the engine mounts. It was by this guy called DIY Guys on YouTube, and he had bought an eBay version of it. And to make it fit, he had to kind of torch it and bend one of the studs into place. <laughs> and I was like, nah, dude, I already have hard time installing car parts. Like, generally, I am not doing any modifying to the parts. Like, well, <laughs> I feel like mechanical parts in general that are useful should be OEM or whatever is like better than OEMs if the OEM part wasn't good enough. Yeah. Like that yeah. you shouldn't cheap out on. One thing I will say um, for parts that I would want to buy like authentic or whatever wide body mm. kits um yeah. i think steering wheels aftermarket steering wheels you definitely want to buy oh, real. Heck i've no, seen yeah <laughs> i've seen um like replica steering wheels where they just come like the wheel itself comes off of the spoke in in an yeah. accident i'm just like mm. like heck um, no <laughs> yeah and seats i would never cheap out on yeah roll cages uh, harnesses yeah cages i would never cheap out on harnesses i would never cheap out on um, but back to the wide body thing, the people that make these wide bodies, they're like artisans. They're like, and they spend years developing this stuff and like making sure that like, you know, things fit properly. And the people that make the replicas, they just buy one, make a mold and then sell a bunch of really cheap, like horribly fitting ones. So I think in terms of that, I would want to support the people that created the original just because they don't sell that many in the first place anyways. So like think about like TJ Hunt with his Street Hunter kit. He's on. He's sold less than I think twenty kits. Damn. Dang. And he put a expensive. lot of time into. It. Yeah, well, there's yeah. a lot of R and D yeah. into them. He put years into this thing, and uh, I mean, I don't know. It's like a labor of love. They don't. I don't think they do it to make money necessarily, but like it's just cool. Like I would do it if I had the resources. Yeah. To do something like that. So speaking of like uh, body kits and stuff, uh, what what's that guy's name that does all the Porsches? Oh, the Japanese oh, uh, guy. Yeah. Yeah, the RWB guy, Nakai-san. Ah, there we go, yeah. D did he design them, or...? Yeah, he designs and he installs most. Yeah, he or if not they all. fly him out, right? Yeah, you can, like, purchase the thing where you fly him out and he'll, like, hand-build the entire Porsche for you. Yeah, and he, like, hand-cuts all, like, the fenders and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. And, guys, if you haven't seen this, you gotta look it up on YouTube. It, it's, yeah. like in art the I way think he Crispy media has one of the best videos yes yeah of yeah. him yeah yeah watching an rwb build is just insane it is yeah. crazy dude one of, one of my friends he i used to play against him on the golf team in high school he went to a rival school my friend the roomed with him in college so i got to know him so he he he, he went to berkeley and then he made one of the, he made this company for taillights called mm -hmm. a loom aesthetic oh, i've heard of them you've heard of them yeah oh okay yeah so he's pretty big like apparently in yeah. the taillight scene and everything so he actually got to do a custom set for one of uh, our rwb's builds oh shit wow so like when he was there working on the car he was there too with his head uh, taillights and everything too damn and then wow. he got to do a build on that yeah so yeah i guess that's what we think about um replica and authentic parts important mm -hmm. stuff body kits authentic lips nah dude 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it just doesn't make no. sense. Unless you have a show car. It depends on your purpose, right? Yeah. So, like, daily driven, like, why are you going to buy a $500 lift to destroy it every time you go up your driveway? Yeah. Yeah. A Unless show you got car, the money. I can understand. Right, exactly. See, it all comes down to that. Like, do you have yeah. the money? Yeah. If you do, yeah, T37 all day. <laughs> Even yeah. then, I would, like, like, that diffuser I bought, I knew I was buying a made in China shit. But mm-hmm. to this day, like, there's no problems. It hasn't faded. There's no issues. It's sitting right next to my exhaust, right on the diffuser. Hmm. And this thing looks exactly like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My my thing with that, because uh, I had experience with that too. If you guys watched the uh, duckbill install on my Evo before I got my GSR wing, uh, I went through three different eBay oh, sellers yeah. of Shit. replica Rexpeed ducktail spoilers. I went through three and then I finally bit the bullet and bought the Rexpeed one and it was like a direct fit. It was perfect. The authentic stuff is always going to be the best quality and the best fitment, obviously. Yeah, and you get a better warranty and all that shit. Yeah. So I guess that also like depends on your patience, too. If you want to get your car done right now and you don't have the money, eBay parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. But, but if, you, if you have the patience to save up and whatnot, authentic yeah. ones. Don't, don't let people fucking roast you if you got replica wheels. I have... Uh, even if I had some, like, TE37s, I wouldn't roast somebody for having rotas. Like, people do what they can within their range, right? Like, how are you going to yeah. roast someone for not spending $3,000 on some fucking wheels? See, Andrew, Andrew's making a case for himself prematurely. I'm just hey, kidding. I, I, I thought about... I, fuck you. I thought about buying some... I thought about buying some gram lights, some raised gram lights, but I like, just I couldn't find the right color and all that, and it's just like whatever. No, 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 to be honest, dude, I hundred percent agree with your philosophy because you're driving that shit every day. Yeah. And legit, that day when you blew your tire, if you had T thirty sevens on, you'd be fucking stressed, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Holy shit. Yeah, I got a little tiny paint chip on it. I'm pretty butthurt about that already. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also got a question from Car Stuff Twenty Four. Thank you, Car Stuff. Dying brands like Mitsubishi and Nissan and what you think they should do to grow. Nissan's dying? Nissan's been pretty dead for a long time. Not yeah. like Mitsubishi dying, but like... Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I was saying. Like, you can, those two are kind of... Because Nissan's still out there in like the Econo size and the Econo class cars. But it's good that they're like revamping their entire lineup, it yeah. looks like. But they're definitely also not between, like Mitsubishi level. <laughs> yeah. And also Bro- comparing the two companies, Nissan is a titan compared to what Mitsubishi is. That's true. Yeah. Dude, I saw a Mitsubishi SUV the other day, and I swear to God, from the back, I thought it was an X5. <laughs> <laughs> was that an I, Outlander? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Outlander. Yeah, that was the one. Like, yeah. I was coming up from behind, I'm like, that's a weird-looking X5. And then I got close, and I'm like, what the fuck? That's a Mitsubishi? Like, <laughs> I was not expecting that. I don't know if it's because I bought an Evo or what, but I've been actually seeing a lot more Outlanders this last month. I don't know. That, al- so that always weird. happens. That always happens when yeah, you buy a new car. Yeah. yeah. You always notice the whatever car more. It's like in GTA when you find a rare car and then every car on the street. All of a sudden, has everyone has <laughs> it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I mean, we talk about Mitsubishi a lot. In terms of Mitsubishi, mm-hmm. just like make better Evo cars. Oh, okay. Bring the Evo back. Like, you see their SUV lineup. It's like the weirdest looking crud on the... The thing is, like, we say bring the Evo back, but that's because we're car enthusiasts. We yeah, say bring yeah. the Evo back. Are we are we going to go buy a new Evo? No. But, but like, the thing is, like, <laughs> usually to revamp a whole brand, you need, like, a Halo mm-hmm. car. Before Audi had the R8, there was still kind of, like, a no-name. And then the R8 came out, and everyone was like, oh, snap. Audi. Yeah. Luxurious That makes the badge stuff. more valuable. It'd be pretty epic. Here's the thing. If you want to make a company that's 
dead or quote unquote dying, come back. Just follow BMW's fucking logic. <laughs> Make a car for everyone. <laughs> Make a car for every damn segment in the market. And then have your Halo car at the top, which is your M's or whatever. And then you profit off of everybody wanting that but can affording this. And then you make sure that the guy that wants an SUV, but it's not too big, can get that. The guy that wants yeah. an SUV that's huge, he can get that. The guy that wants a two-door into a four-door, he can get that. The problem with that, though, the BMW badge is desirable. That's yeah. also true, yeah. <laughs> Mitsubishi badge is not desirable. <laughs> they need to come out with um, a $5 million supercar. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mitsubishi, people have always hated their interiors, and even my Evo interior is like the fucking worst thing I've ever had. It's, like, it's pretty jank, yeah. They've never stepped that up. The current Mirage interior still looks like it's from 1992. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I, I know like people will say, because it's a cheap economy car. Look at what Mazda's doing. Or Honda. Look, Look at what Nissan's doing with the new Sentra. It has yeah. quilted interiors. Yeah. <laughs> like a, a like, quilt, like a cross-stitched <laughs> seat, dude, in a fucking Sentra. Yeah, like like you could get pretty good interiors in economy cars these days. And maybe Mitsubishi just doesn't have the R&D anymore. Or they don't care. I don't. I think Mitsubishi doesn't care anymore. They make so much money off of their heavy industries and like their industrial and their like commercial trucks and stuff outside of north america that they don't care they're yeah. still a massive company they're a multi-billion dollar company despite yeah. their car sales being they're probably like we'll, we'll just we'll just keep the cars just for keeping them they should like make an evo version of all their cars <laughs> no Mirage yeah. evo. They, used, no, they used to then that's bmw dude <laughs> they did they had the what is it they had the pajero pajero evolution <laughs> it was like a straight baja truck it was yeah, like baja dude. 500 ready <laughs> yeah just do that because it, again it's like people aren't going to buy those things but if it's a good car people want a piece of that at least yeah i also felt like mitsubishi never really ate off of their rally art name they never used that enough yeah dude that that would be like the wrx right yeah you don't have yeah. an sti but you got a wrx <laughs> yeah in terms of nissan well it looks like they're making steps towards yeah i think nissan will bounce back the, like yeah. the fucking Sentra looks really nice <laughs> yeah like the Sentra looks nice we see teasers of the new z if they don't they, blow the z i think they'll do all right yeah well i mean those are the two questions we got off instagram this week if you guys want to send us questions you could uh hit us up Oh, also on Instagram, I saw a part this week. You got to drive a Porsche. Yeah, I was disappointed. Uh? Really? <laughs> so uh, my friend, his dad has a GT3, and his GT3 was... I'm not disappointed with the GT3. That's not where we're going. That's, that's, that's not where we're going with this. So he has a GT3. He put the GT3 in the shop for his, his two-year service or whatever the shit it has. And Porsche gave him a Cayenne S. Not, not the turbo, but the Cayenne S. Mm. And... Mm. My friend's like, yo, dude, you got to drive this, dude. Like, it's pretty sick. Like, you know, it feels like it has a lot of power. I'm like, all right, dude, I'm a little hype, right? He's like, I'm like, okay, let's drive this thing. So he's driving it, then I drive it. And the minute I started driving, I was like, this feels no different than my mom's X3. I'm <laughs> like, okay, all right. That's just my initial feeling. Let's drive this thing a little bit. Drove it, pushed it. Dude, it's a heavy car with a slow engine. And then... Shout out to uh, my boy me here down in San Diego because he's a big Porsche fanboy and he took almost like personal offense to me talking shit <laughs> about this car. But I said on that Instagram, uh, on that story, that if you want a fast, big German SUV, go buy one of the, for Porsche, the GTS or the Turbo and Turbo S models. And so then, question, 
Yes. Like, I don't really know the Porsche lineup that well in uh-huh. terms of tiers. Where does the S fall in terms so of the, the Cayenne S, lineup? The S is the Cayenne's the base, right? Just your regular SUV with the Porsche badge on it. Cayenne S is the same car with a little bit better engine, better wheels, a little bit better suspension. Um, it has a twin turbo V6. And apparently, it's making 420 or 430 horsepower. I'll tell you this. When you drive it, it doesn't feel like it's making 420. Like, you know how when you drive, like... What was that? (laughs) I just understood why he was going like that. When you drive it, it feels like it has 300. Because the car is so fucking heavy. Honestly, like, after driving that car, I was so pissed. Like, I was very upset because that car is what? Maybe like 100K? 90 to 100K? Somewhere about there? It's a nice place to be. I'll give it that. The interior is well imported. It feels very Porsche inside with the Porsche button and the new infotainment screen that Porsche's come out with. Nice and big and a lot of information. But from a driver's perspective, it's heavy. It feels heavy. When a car feels heavy, it feels underpowered. Like, I swear to God, they said it's above 400 horsepower. It did not feel like it was... The X3 that we have, that my mom drives, has 300 horsepower, or just below 300, in an inline four twin turbo, or not twin yeah. turbo, inline four, you know, single turbo, twin scroll shit, whatever. I swear it didn't feel any different than the X3 in terms of acceleration, and that's probably because that car probably weighs a lot more than the X3, even though mm-hmm. the X3 has a smaller engine. And this is the thing that here was trying to argue with me while he's like, how can you say the X3, how can you say the X3 is better? I was like, I never fucking said the X3 was better. I said all these fucking cars in this in this segment drive the same. The yeah. Porsche Cayenne drives the same. The BMW X3 drives the same. The fucking Range Rover that's the V6 version drives the same. All these mid-tier SUVs with the yeah. turbocharged six-cylinder or four-cylinder engines, they all fucking drive the same, no matter what the brand is. I feel like those cars are geared towards soccer moms with a little yes. bit of extra money. That's yes. all it is. Hundred yeah. percent. No, no, no. Car enthusiasts are going to buy a Cayenne S. They're going to buy a sports SUV. They're going to buy like a GTS. And yeah. here's here's or my whatever. I hundred percent agree with you. But now here's my problem. You buy. Let's look at. Let's talk about Porsche since we're talking about Porsche. Porsche GTS or a Cayenne Turbo. Those cars can go almost up to two hundred thousand dollars if you wanted it. Uh. Would you guys <laughs> personally buy that expensive an SUV? For that much money for a fast SUV. What I was talking to me here about was I'd rather save that money and buy like a fucking Ford Raptor. <laughs> right? True. Some true. Well, brand loyalty. People want the badge. They want the prestige. You yeah. can't pull up to like a, a fancy party in a Ford. You can't. That's what he was saying. That's yeah. what he was. He was making yeah. that argument too. But I was like, if I can afford that car, I can probably afford another car. And if yeah. I can't afford another car and I can only afford that one expensive car, I would be less inclined to, personally, less inclined to buy a fast German SUV that's not good at off-road and it's not as good as a sedan or sports car on the road. Like, I'd rather buy an M5 or I'd <laughs> rather buy, like, you know, I'd fucking rather buy the new Corvette. <laughs> and it's yeah. still cheaper. That's yeah. true. And what's funny is, like, have you noticed the people that buy these really fancy, like, super fast SUVs, the only, like, driving that they do is, like, just hard pulls on the freeway. If that, dude. Honestly, if <laughs> That's that. it. Yeah. I, I don't... I really don't understand the purpose of these cars. I don't. Like, I don't like them. I don't understand, like... And it pisses me off that these German car companies keep fucking shoving this thing in your face. They look cool. Like, 
the Cayenne Turbo and the GTS, they look, I think it looks pretty sick, but I don't want to fucking drop like almost 200k yeah. for that shit. Well, so. let's ask you in a couple years when you have kids, you're still into cars, you carry <laughs> kids and a I'm dog around. Buy a Raptor, bro. <laughs> no. And and you got a lot of money. You have enough money to buy a Raptor and leftover to buy your Cayenne GTS. Then we'll I still I still feel like that would be like like betraying myself if I bought that right now. At we'll least. see. Would you guys buy one of those? Um, hey, if I had fuck you money, hell yeah. If I only, if I could only have like two cars because that's all I could afford, I probably wouldn't get one of those. Say so you you had four cars. Would you buy one? One of those be your car? Yeah. You would. Yeah. Jeffrey? Well, for me, every time I think of SUVs, I always want. You guys know this. I always want like an off-roady one. <laughs> If I had that much money, probably like a range. I would prefer a range over these guys. Uh, the Cayenne, the Audis, and the BMWs. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm not too big into those like sports car SUV type deals. Yeah, because yeah. a Range Rover is still comfortable and amazing off-road. Yeah, but you said four cars, so I would have like a sports coupe, sports sedan, SUV, truck. <laughs> <laughs> or I range. So he has a sports car, a sports sedan, a sports SUV, and a fucking Raptor. Yeah, <laughs> That's what it is. yeah exactly. Yeah, but I, I I drove it though, and I felt that car was not special. And hmm. you can definitely see what Andrew said that that's literally targeted at the soccer mom with a little bit of extra money. Yeah, 100%. definitely. Well, with that being said, shall we go to our break? Yeah. All right, our break. Motorcycle uh, guy's revving. Okay, oh, wait. No, it's fine. We can talk. He's always revving. And he always plays the same fucking song. <laughs> like, when he starts his motorcycle, he always starts with the same fucking song. What, what is it? Is it like uh, ACDC? No, no. It's some like, like, some like, some like Sweet Russian. Home Alabama. No, no, no. It's, some, it's, like, it's like some like fucking Russian dance music. Yeah, something similar to that, but not 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 Rasputin. Well, he's a, maybe he's living his American dream. Don't play yeah. him. So who yeah. are we sponsored by? I mean, uh, what? <laughs> We're sponsored by the CurbsidePodcast.com. Yeah, there you can go find all our links to stuff, like yeah. all our platforms. So check it out. And we also have a giveaway going on. Still open. Even though we've hit 100 subs, we're still not 100 followers on Instagram. Yep. Waiting on that Insta. Yeah, we got that giveaway for a $100 gift or gas card. We have 114 subscribers, uh, a couple entries on the comment section, but we are 12 followers away. So you 12 fuckers better follow soon. <laughs> so yeah, go follow us on Instagram at the curbside podcast what the blah, 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 blah. <laughs> i don't know why i hesitated there <laughs> uh, follow us on instagram at the curbside podcast uh you can follow us on twitter at curbside pod uh where you'll see all the nice things that doug demiro has said about us yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can also find us on facebook at the curbside podcast and uh we also have a youtube channel as jeffrey would say yeah um, <laughs> uh there you'll find all of our content including video versions of our podcasts uh, as well as uh our quarantine chronicles episodes also send us an email at the curbside podcast at gmail.com if you guys want to be on our show or send us an email or sponsor us that's the yeah, official chat. 
that's the official way to do it. Yeah, so uh, let's get back to the show. But no, I'm just kidding. I got oh, so right. scared. I got so scared, dude. I thought it was <laughs> actually <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> oh shit! Actually, we got a Craig My Ride oh, this week again. <laughs> Welcome to the surprise segment of the show where we go over cars that have been nicely modified for the Facebook Marketplace, the Craigslist Marketplace, the eBay Marketplace, and whatnot. You fucking troll. <laughs> Uh, now, guys. So the week, the one I have for you guys this week, uh, it's it's no longer available, sadly. But I'm just gonna show you it. I want you to guess what car this is. All right, what car is this? It's a Pontiac M3 GTO. Wait, what's it look more like? Pictures. It looks like a five series. Okay, okay. Front. It looks like a five series. That's right? not a BMW, uh-huh. dude. All right, let's spin it around. Ready? We're spinning it around. Oh, what oh, is it? No, what? That's, a, that's, a, that's a Solara. Wait, is that a V-badge on it? With the V-badge on it. And hold on, so you're telling me this thing's sold. you think somebody bought this. I am not sure, okay? So this is the 2002 replica slash kit makes Solara. What the fuck uh, had, does that mean, first of all? At, at the time I saw it, it had eight bids for... <laughs> Four thousand eight hundred fifty-one dollars. So it's sold. It must have, unless they had like a high reserve on it. And guys, can you just kind of describe to me what you see in these pictures? Somebody trying to make a shit box into a BMW in the front only, and then a <laughs> Cadillac yeah. in the back. It's like that really ugly Generation Five Series front end, custom yeah. fenders. The back is a Solara. Honestly, why do you have to show us these cars, dude? <laughs> <laughs> so item description. A BMW M5 kit. With a V badge! Th- <laughs> what? On, on a 2002 Toyota Solara convertible. Custom car replica kit of BMW M5. Front bumper, hood, fenders, rockers, rear bumper, headlight, colors gray, white, red. Drives great. No issues, no check engine light, ready to go. Great feedback and lots of interest at car shows and on streets. What special fucking car shows did this guy go to? (laughs) You know what's funny though? There's there's like a there's a sector of like the car community that really likes these like Frankenstein things. In the description, also kit body sixty five hundred dollars, new roof twenty two hundred dollars, fully functional, good. Custom paint interior. Custom paint interior. It's custom. $1,500. Custom leather seats, $2,500. Custom floor mats, $500. $500 for Can you floor pause? mats. Can you pause on that real quick, Jeffrey? That's bullshit. Oh, yeah? Because for the Ferrari, which is the most expensive shit out there, if you want to buy a nice set of floor mats, it costs about three dollars to $400. How the fuck are Toyota floor mats $500? They're custom. The yeah, they, look like, they look like quilted leather. Yeah, with nice exactly. embroidery. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ferraris are those too. But those aren't mm-hmm. custom. Those are fact. I see. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, right. It's yeah, not yeah, custom. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not custom. It's also got new wheels and rims. Two thousand. Show me the wheels and rims. Those are not two thousand dollars. Those just are more than Andrew's shit. fucking. 
These are two thousand dollars. Those are straight from America's tires, off the fucking catalog. Those, Get the fuck those out of here. wheels fuck are you, apparently guy. more than fucking Andrew's wheels. Yeah, fuck you, guy. LCD player and installation six hundred dollars. Custom paint and bodywork thirty five hundred dollars. Custom exhaust six hundred dollars. I only like the interior of that car. The interior is kind of nice. No, you like this interior. The fuck up. No just, just way, the seat. dude. Just the seat. Just the seats. I no. like the seat. No. I like the seat color combo, dude. No. Dude, the gray on white looks good. You're tripping dicks, dude. No, dude. Bro, no the, gray on, the gray on white looks decent. Everything else looks like shit. You're tripping dicks. I, I'd rather take those floor mats, dude. <laughs> what? Yeah. Red ass floor mats, bro? You like the gray and white seats? The gray and white <laughs> seats look better than the fucking red floor mat. Bruh. Bruh, those look like bench seats off like a 50 Chevy. No, no, forget the seats. Forget the seats. I'm talking about the color combination. Okay, go back to the, 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 the price. The, the amount that he spent on everything, supposedly. All right, let me do some quick maths. Quick maths. He could have almost bought my Evo with the amount that he supposedly <laughs> spent on this. $2,000 wheels and rims, bro, you didn't know? Dude, this guy is tripping. So he did all this to sell it for $4,500? I love how he says definite eye catcher and head turner. Of, of oh, course. yeah, it is. Yeah. Not for Definitely. the right reasons. He's a shit. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that was uh, Craig my ride for this week. If you guys that one's that infuriating. Car, you were on a good, you were on a good streak of cars that we would possibly yeah you know I wouldn't mind owning that <laughs> and then you come out with this shit. <laughs> All right, the news. I watched WWDC of Apple's developer conference. It's like yes, this is not a tech show, but they did release something car related. Apple is releasing car keys. So basically, it uses NFC. Uh, you have like a key card in your Apple wallet now. And then you just hold it up to the door handle. Currently, the only supported car I think right now is the new 2021 BMW 540i. So you hold it up to the door handle and boom, unlocks. You could also send keys to people. Like in iMessage, you could send a car key. Wait till this shit gets hacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, with all these, like, connected cars things, and with cars soon being able to drive themselves, the hacking potential is fantastic. Like, imagine all that could go wrong if this well, is not properly secured. The modern-day car, <laughs> the modern-day carjacker doesn't show up with a hanger anymore. He shows up with a laptop, Yeah, he pulls up with a laptop with, like, oh, no. fucking 10,000 no, hours better, of coding dude. under his belt. No, no, he, he does it at home, has the car drive to him. So he doesn't even... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's so stupid, man. So, yeah, that's the, that's the new age of, uh, you know... So Apple's car. really trying to go for this wallet, car keys, and phone all in one thing so you don't have to carry anything else around. They're trying yeah. to own your life. Wait till they partner with the DMV. <laughs> yeah, they get you get your little uh, identification on Yeah, your... yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's dumb, Honestly, man. You're, but, you're telling me like a general consumer is not gonna like keep their keys with them even if they have that. But see, it's it's feasible because the Tesla guys they do that shit. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, everybody I know who has a Tesla. I will never they leave keys. my keys. No, it's they don't. They legit, dude. I swear to God, these Tesla guys because this is not appealing to us kind of people. This is appealing to the same people that drive Teslas. But they don't have them. So it's appealing to them. And all the Tesla guys that I know that have this shit, I've never seen any of them carry the key. The most they carry is that fucking the wallet card thing. Mm. They just keep that in their wallet in case, but they always unlock their car with their fucking phone. Well, hey, 
I mean, we'll see. Maybe lots of remote controlled cars like in Fast and Furious <laughs> in the future. <laughs> Alright, so BMW this week has put out a video about the next generation G80 M3. You have the option for rear-wheel drive or all-wheel drive. Um, they're going to offer it, or it'll have more than 500 horsepower. On M3? Yeah. Dude, fuck, horsepower numbers are getting insane, dude. <laughs> yeah. What? Because um, you know the competition's going to come out. It's going to be like 550. Yeah. And that's what the M5 well, no one buys like two generations ago. Yeah. <laughs> no one buys the competition ones. That's true. But you still have that option. Actually, what do you mean? Every, how do people buy the competition? I've seen maybe one. Bro, they all buy the competition, and they all fucking swap out the wheels, because a lot of people didn't like the new oh, spider web wheels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's supposed to debut uh, later this year for the 2021 market year. The big thing about that video is it doesn't look like there's a fat-ass grill. Which is I, think the, I think the new 3 Series has a normal grill. I think if, only the if, 4 Series has the big nostrils. If, if they do, then I might have to take back that SRT is the new M shit that I've been saying. <laughs> so if, if, Sound if like a that's BMW true. guy <laughs> Yeah there we go Yo no I already said I already told you That that new grill shit is bullshit If that's true if the 3 series and the M3 Are not getting that fat grill fish looking shit Then that's okay That's okay with me I wonder if they're doing that to kind of separate the two a little bit more Not to make like the 4 series a coupe version of the 3 you know? I so think if, so If you yeah. want like a more blingy kind of like just show off shit You buy the 4 and then yeah. If you want heritage, you buy the, the M3. Yeah, because they're literally the same car, but just the same car. styles. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if more people buy the M3 this time around, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, okay, so here's the thing. It's always the case, like, with the coupe and the sedan, so M3 and M4, or E90, the, the want for the sedan is always higher because they make less of them. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, BMW, make more sedans this time. Less of those Yeah, I like, I like the sedan a lot. Um, I have some news out of, uh, where the fuck is this place? Detroit. So you guys remember, uh, Lordstown? We talked about yes. them. They're the ones yeah. that are in the old GM factory and all that shit. They unveiled their first pickup truck. And apparently oh. they are set to be the first electric pickup truck on the market beating the Cybertruck, supposedly. Oh, wow. That's um, quick. Yeah. So Lordstown Motor unveiled its uh, endurance light-duty electric pickup truck in Ohio. So specs of this car haven't been released yet, but they say it'll start at $52,000, and you'll get tax credits on top of it. And it'll have a starting, this is one of the lower-end ones, a starting towing capacity of 6,000 pounds. Damn. And wow. That's low? That's low, because it's supposed to be a better one later. So okay, dang. Trucks, trucks will be delivered to fleet customers first in early 2021, so next year. And regular customers getting theirs starting in late 2021. It'll have a combined 600 horsepower from four hub motors, and it'll be able to tow 6,000 pounds. Yeah. That means the motors are in the wheels. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that dude, shit, dude. That's crazy. Uh, uh, would braking be from the motors, then? I don't know. Because <laughs> where the heck are you going to put the brakes? Yeah, I don't Maybe know. Maybe behind. Oh, fucking no. They're targeting 250 miles of range. And a starting of $52,500. Also, apparently, 80% of the rare earth minerals that Lordstown Motor uses to like produce this car are from China. Yeah. So that's why the, the head of the energy department was there, Mr. Bruietti. And he said the Department of Energy is investigating the possibility of sourcing rare earth minerals from the reserves in Appalachia. Appalachia. Where is Appalachia. that? 
It's somewhere in America. But okay. oh, <laughs> I think good. you know the Appalachian Mountains, like somewhere yeah. in Appalachia. Like yeah. When you have the Department of Energy looking to source minerals for you, you're doing yeah, pretty seriously. good. Right? That's yeah. serious. And uh Lordstown said they have pre orders and letters of intent for twenty thousand endurances. Damn. And then deliveries of them will start in summer of twenty twenty one. And that's for regular customers, not for the fleet vehicles. Yeah, but that's pretty cool. Um Electric that is car company cool. out yeah. of uh, Detroit. That's pretty sweet. Good luck to them. Yeah. I got a piece of news that I mm. thought was kind of funny. Uh, this isn't going to be U.S. news, though, sadly. So Ford has released 2024 Transit Trails and Transit Actives. That's awesome. Ford Transit is, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, Ford's van. Like, Straight up van, not minivan, big van. What do you guys, what does it look like, guys? <laughs> Looks like a Ford Transit with a Raptor grill. Yeah. Yeah. Would you guys get one of these if you needed a van? Yeah. <laughs> these are pretty cool, right? You know what so, the thing is, though? People are doing these to these Sprinter vans already, or whatever these fucking Transit vans. People are doing this already. Are they really? Yeah. Like, every time I go camping now, there's people in Sprinter vans that are lifted on dirt wheels. Oh, and, yeah, like, inside yeah. inside is, like, all built out. Like, people are doing yeah. this already. That's why they're making them, because they know there's a market for it. Yeah, definitely. Like, the I've seen a lot of, like, off-road camper sprinters. Yeah. But I think I think it's kind of cool that it's kind of Ford Raptor-inspired. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be available in... Uh, the only available engine is a 2-liter 4-cylinder uh, that's going to offer 130, 170, or 185 horsepower. And then it's going to go on sale in the UK for 35,685 pounds. I love the press wow. images, though. People are speeding yeah. to their work sites. Yeah. Late. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, though. But, I like this. Yeah. I, I think it, I, I, if I needed a van, I would make this into a like really a fun camper. camper. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have it advertised, it looks like, as work vans, but I think this is prime camper material. Yeah. And with that, that's going to be our show for this week. As always, guys, you could check us out at thecurbsidepodcast.com. Guys, if you like our show, go and share it with your friends. Leave us a rating on whatever the heck here's, you'll find here's, us on. Hang on. Here's, here's what I want people who listen to this show to do. I want each of you to go and tell three friends. That's it. Go and tell three friends to go check out this episode or our YouTube channel, whatever. Just go tell three friends. That's your homework. If you listen to the show this far, go listen to three of your friends who have not heard of us. <laughs> With uh, that homework, you can also you can also tell your friends to find us on uh, social media on Instagram at the Curbside Podcast, uh, on Twitter at Curbside Pod, and Facebook at the Curbside Podcast. I apologize uh, if you hear some panting. There's a there's a dogger here. Oh, little doggy. Doggy. He's a... Uh, But yeah, links will be on the website or down in the description. Don't forget to enter our giveaway. We are 12 followers on Instagram away. Your chances Um, of winning are really high right now. I think there's like three entries. Yeah. Uh, You can also see on our YouTube channel, uh, we have the Quarantine Chronicles video versions of uh, our podcast if you're not watching it already and uh thank you to kid dope for the intro and outro to our show fast cars and wild hearts and as always guys my name is jeff i'm part i'm andrew remember drive safe and life is too short to drive boring cars later fast cars and wild hearts